From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods.
If you've ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast, the answer is so, so simple. Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Welcome to the Heels and Quads podcast. And today we are gravitating towards a more adult podcast today as far as ratings go. I'm Levi, at Levi Dezindel on Twitter. Because the past, the superhero as you knew it, is certainly passe. Or whatever the <laughs> hell he said. Yeah. I'm Tommy at Mr. Tommy Walter on the Twitter machine. And for anybody who heard that and is like, why did you do that? That was, you know, kind of like the speech that Vince McMahon did when they transitioned into the Attitude Era, or was kind of already in the Attitude Era, or whatever you want to debate about that. Whatever your opinion is, and after you listen to this episode, please feel free to join us on Twitter and debate. Tell us what you think. When do you think it started? We'll start there, but before, as you know, as always, we got to shoot the breeze for a few minutes just to get our vocal cords, our instruments, if you will, a little warmed up. La da 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 da. La 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 la. My golf swing is getting a lot better for anybody who cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> I got the I got the seven iron down, so you know. Oh, and I'm by a- the way, if you didn't see on Twitter, we are trying to get to all in and Starcast. So I started us a Patreon page, Patreon.com yes. forward slash heels and quads. Give a little, give a lot. Whatever. Chills and quads, quad past. You gonna start that again? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Donate on You're Patreon here. if you would like to see us at All In. We did see we a uh, we had someone shout us out on there, so we appreciate that. We had a Actually, random. I think fancy. a few people. Yeah. Like out of the blue, I saw it after I got off work. I was in Walmart pushing a cart, and I had my phone. And it said that we had a few notifications, so, you know, I'm by myself at midnight, 30, 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, sure, I'll look at Twitter while I'm pushing my cart around Walmart. And it was a fan that had told StarCast they wanted us there, so that was pretty damn cool. Like, at least we know we have one listener. Yeah, so help us get that, there. Anyways, I think most of our listeners actually can't stand us. They just listen because we're morons. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's, you know, I'm sure they enjoy that. Hey, as long as they're listening, I don't care. Yeah, that's fine with me. And this this episode is kind of like right in our wheelhouse because we're filthy animals. We both love Howard Stern. We both grew up in this, you know, this attitude era. Like, I mean, you were a little behind me, but you know, I was I was ten, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, attitude era like, is when I started watching wrestling. Which is funny because you were what like. Four, four or five. five. Yeah, yeah. My earliest recollections of wrestling, I think, was 
it was I, I want to say it was 1997 and it was Kane was one of the first images I seen and it was you know the early Kane stuff like right after the Hell in a Cell match you know by god that's gotta be Kane that's gotta be Kane <laughs> that's gotta be him anyways so as we always talk about beforehand the weather today is phenomenal Oh yeah, the, the last few shit. the last few days have been great, man. I got tomorrow's a tomorrow's uh, gonna be nice, and then I go back to work on Thursday, and it's gonna rain. So that's cool. I like rainy Thanks, days. Mother Nature. Well, I had I was wearing my tank tops all weekend, and I have a tank top burn, and it literally looks like I'm wearing a white tank top on red skin. So oh, you got that farmer's tan going. Yeah. Well, the it's arms. it's like a sleeve shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I am not rocking gimmicks, as you guys know, on the show anymore. I am drinking <laughs> a Mountain Dew Baja Blast. I believe it's pronounced Baja. It's Baja. Soft J. Baja. No, it's Baja. It's Baja Blast. Uh, Baja. So Bell, what the hell? Mountain Dew, you want to sponsor the show? Go ahead and send a check. <laughs> You can pay, I eat Taco Bell a lot. You we can pay I, me personally at Tommy Walter live at yahoo.com, Levi D. Zendel at hotmail.com, or is it Levi Zendel? It's Levi Zendel at hotmail.com. Okay. Levi Zendel at hotmail.com, or you can PayPal the show, heels and quads at gmail.com. Taco Bell, I eat you at least once or twice a week, so you should help us out. Taco Bell, I love you. I don't eat you enough. I eat you. But if you sponsor the show, I will eat you every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that Once was a, a day. Little, that was a little attitude for you. Yeah. yeah. I'll eat you. It was me day. all wrong, Austin. All right. You want to Speaking of attitude era, I think I'm oh, going to watch it. Go ahead. No, no, no. Just I'm thinking about I, – I always think about my next move as far as what I'm going to watch on the network next. And I feel like watching a 1999 pay-per-view. Okay. WWE. I don't know. I Speak, am, oh yeah, before Attitude Era, did you watch the Greatest Royal Rumble yet? I haven't watched it. I have watched it. Um, yeah, Chad passed. It was something. It was like one of those. It's like the Beast in the East type thing. But I mean, it was five hours long, dude. I I started it the other day, and I looked like I flipped my you know my joystick to see, and it said five hours. I was like, are you kidding me? Five, yeah. dude. Like how? Why? Five but hours and five a, minutes, if I recall correctly. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think it was like a WrestleMania. It was like a, one, like a Royal Rumble for the Middle East. Well, basically. and like the 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 stage setup and the ramp and everything, it looked like a WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, it was it it was a big deal, dude. I noticed that the seating, like the floor seating, there was a huge gap. Between the floor and the uh, bleachers. Well, you know why that is, right? Why? The floor seats were recliners. Those are for, like, royalty, right? Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, because I've seen a lot of the... Looks like higher-ups down there. Yeah, and the commons were up in the the rafters. Did you see, though, what the Prince of Saudi Arabia had requested? I... No, I didn't see that. He asked... (laughs) He asked for the Ultimate Warrior and the Yokozuna to appear. Oh, my. He had no clue that they were no longer with us. Well, that's probably the last time he watched wrestling. They were probably 
Yeah, it was uh, probably like '96 or something when they were when they were on. Yeah, he watched that. Anyways, well, we can dive. We can talk Grace Royal Rumble another time. But yeah, we're here to talk about the WWF Attitude Era, and I will say WWF in this because it was the World Wrestling Federation through the Attitude Era. So that was WWF. That was WWF. So like the panda. Oh no, not like the panda, like the scratch logo with the red line under it and it's and it flashes across the screen and says attitude. But if you're like me, you think that it was still when it was the gold with the blue block behind it. Which I like that too. I a love lot. that. that logo. Was, that's a great logo. Yeah. I really liked that one a lot. One day when we run out of ideas in thirty years we can be like, we'll do a WWF logo episode. <laughs> We're just talking about logos, yeah. yeah. I could, I could go on about the logos, man. Me too. I like the new, I could go, I like I, the I new generation a... logo too, with like the longer F. Yeah, I want to do a title belt episode about our favorite title belts. Okay, we can we can work that out. All right. Anyways, anyways, now that we're uh, now that we've got through our shooting the breeze, yeah. this is yeah the WWF Attitude Era, and I and I wrote down. On my paper in front of me, I wrote Attitude Era in a dash, like Attitude Era 2, like it went to May 6, 2002. Yeah. As soon as they did the Get the F Out campaign, that was the end. And it was, that was the dawn of the Ruthless Aggression thing, because if you remember that summer, it was, and we'll talk, we're going to do Ruthless Aggression and uh, Golden Era, New Generation, all that anyways, but we just wanted to. We'll get to all of them, but. This was this was what won the poll. So yeah, this gets to go first. That's what we like to do when we start a new series. Like you know, tomorrow's the Taker Foley feud, and then I just rivalries have a poll for next Wednesday. We are going to start another new series called Wrestling Factions, and that poll is up. It will be Degeneration X, NWO, Four Horsemen, or the but 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 Bullet Club. Bullet Club. So. Attitude Era, uh, you know, we always, when we talk our, with our guests on here, we start with the burning question of when did you get into it, when did it start, blah, blah, blah. So when did the Attitude Era start? It's always highly debated by everybody. Uh, I don't think it's anything anybody gets uptight about to, like, argue it, but I'm sure people do argue it. I've never gotten in a solid argument about when it started because, to me, it's it's like a time frame. Yeah, it, it's... There's a lot. There's a lot of things that happened in between the summer of 96 and even I've heard people say it started at WrestleMania 14. So between mid 96 and early 98, anywhere in that time frame, anybody could say anything and you could be like, okay, yeah, you've got a valid point. I, I would, I would say, I mean, the Austin, the Austin 316 thing was a big deal. But I don't think that started the Attitude Era. I don't know. Because did, cause in 96, they were still doing kind of the PG-ish stuff. Yeah. You know? I mean, like I said, it, it, it can, you know, it's, it's all a matter of opinion. Um, yeah, yeah. And, for, and I, just, I just said I'm not one to argue it, but I'm trying to kind of give bullet points of what people right. – might so, say. Okay, so let's start it this way. In your opinion, when did the Attitude Era start? I see, and it's and I go back to with the time frame thing. I feel like it was like a. I have to say, ninety seven was definitely the beginning when the when you first seen the scratch logo, 
was kind of uh, well, no, because they had the blue logo. They had the blue and gold still. Then. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like DX was a big part of the beginnings. Stone Cold in '97, I think, was a huge part of it. But I would, I don't know that there's a single event that kind of uh, singles it out. Other than the only thing that would kind of single it out, but doesn't indicate the beginning because a lot of stuff was going on prior to this was when Vince came on TV and said, we're moving towards uh, more edgy programming. Uh, we're, what, we're, you... we're tired of, uh, like, ba- basically he was saying, you know, he knows that the fans are tired of being put down, basically. Like, he's insulting yeah. our intelligence. Like, we get it. Yeah, wrestling is, has always and will always be good, good guy versus bad guy. But there are times when good guys have to face each other. There's times when bad guys face each other. And he did so. say that, too. He said about the good guy, it's not your standard good guy and bad guy show. Anymore. Or the hero telling you to say your prayers and take your vitamins. Yeah, so he, I, think, I think that was kind of when they knew that they had a new a dawn of a new era kind of happening within the last year or so. so. And that was, if I recall, that was late 97. Or yeah, that was, that was December of 97. That was a couple of weeks or a week. Uh, no, it was a couple of weeks after uh, the Montreal Screwjob. Oh, it was uh, December 15th, yes. 97, I believe. Yeah, yep. So it might have that is the Because I think Survivor Series the month before was actually in the middle of the month for some reason I'm thinking. Because of, uh, yeah, because of the Thanksgiving I think, but I think it was like the sixteenth or something. I think it was actually like a week early. Oh, okay. So I'm not sure on the date of the '97 Survivor Series. The the network has, if you look through, like if you're scrolling through Raws, the you know the network has logos mm-hmm. on the Raws. The first one that says WWF Attitude Era is December fifteenth, '97, and I think that was the. I think that was when he came on TV and said, "Yeah, he uh, he opened the show with the promo." Yeah. Um. So I mean, and that, you, you I don't know. It's it's that's one of the most opinionated times it started. Like that's Survivor Series was November ninth, thirty seven. <clears throat> oh, so I was even a week late. Was it was er- it was really early for some reason. Yeah. Um. But anyways, as a big ass truck drives by, asshole. Trying to He's flying. Here. <laughs> Anyways, um, so basically, the most common opinions on when it started were the Austin 316 promo, King of the Ring 96, uh, Pillman, Gun Angle, which was November 4th, 96. It was a Raw. Yeah, it was a Raw. And I say this as I look at uh, my children's kiddie pool in my garage right now, which is kind of funny. From when we had Brian Pillman Jr. on the show. Oh, yeah. Before he was on Stone Cold's podcast, by the way. Anyways. um, Yeah, before he was on here before Stone Cold. Yeah, just just throwing that out there. Um, (laughs) um, So those two in 96. Then also uh, people say 97, WrestleMania 13 with the Austin-Bret Hart match. Oh, yeah, yeah. You could debate that. that. Yeah. Uh, DX as a whole in 97, you could debate Because it was the blood. I think it was the blood yeah. that kind of made well, it. Well, in that image, I mean, when Raw would kick off, that 
that was like one of the yeah best it shows him bleeding see. yeah him like yeah. Ah, with the blood dripping down his teeth um dx as a whole like i said the nation of domination i mean these were all building blocks so i mean yeah. if you want to pinpoint like you said it's a it's a time frame now you you said if you were to have an opinion on when it began it would you it, would it, it would be between the 316 promo and the pillman angle because number one, the promo, nobody talked like that. But, That's very true, yeah. And I mean, you're looking at June of '96, and then you know what happens? You know, not even a month later, WCW's got Hulk Hogan coming out and turning heel. So yeah, and that- they were seeing something then because I think King of the Ring happened before Scott Hall appeared. On Nitro? No, Scott appeared uh, in May. Oh, was of it ninety six? Yeah, I thought I had something there. No, it, it was like it was like May. I, I'm going rough shot here, but I think it was like May 9th ish. I've seen that image on TV a lot. Yeah, you know, they they always show May whatever. Yeah, the day six. He's walking through the crowd. Anyways, um, but I mean, you know, like I was saying, nobody really talked like that on wrestling. You know, before no, yeah. that. So, I, I mean, that is, you know, what they call attitude. There was also a point uh, after Hell in a Cell, or before Hell in a Cell, Shawn Michaels was wearing the bicycle trunks and stuffed a sock in his crotch when Vince wasn't at Raw, and he got in deep shit for it, and then this is... That was a shoot? Yeah, and this is according to Bruce Pritchard. Uh, you know, Vince was pissed at first, and then he was like, no, that's attitude. That's what we need, pal. It's more attitude. So... <laughs> calls everybody pal. Everybody that just pal. gets me. That just gets me. If I ever meet Vince McMahon, I'm gonna shake his hand and be like, "Thanks for everything, pal." I <laughs> thanks, thanks for the memories, pal. Yeah. God damn it! The way Bruce says it just oh, gets me. So great. God damn it, pal. Uh. Anyway, so well, with that being said, you kind of mentioned you kind of spout, and I, I would say the at the latest, if you were to. You know, WrestleMania 14 would be at the latest. Yeah, but and, it, and it started the, prior to that. That's another one because it was the Austin era had begun. But I, I don't. Oh, I think no. I think that's a little late because yeah, I think yeah, it that, definitely started that's before the that. Only one that I would debate as no. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you said and probably you know, might even break a sweat arguing with somebody over that one. Oh yeah, for sure. I would. I would, be, I would argue. That's one I would argue. Because I'm like, are you yeah. freaking kidding me? It, there was a lot of stuff going on. In my that. opinion, the latest you can say is Vince's promo. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was definitely. I, I'm I'm strongly with '97, but the you know what you said about '96 is very true. They didn't talk like that. There was there was some edgy stuff going on yeah. then too, but well, not I mean, as. I mean, and if you want to be you know a smart about everything, not you in general, just you know. Us, no, I know what you're saying. The internet wrestling community in general. You know, go back to 95, look at what Goldust was doing against Razor. Goldust was a huge... Uh, you know, I don't have a bullet point on him. But before... Goldust, it was a big... I think Goldust was a big part of the Attitude Era. Because well, and his, that first... He was one of the... That first WWF Raw magazine was him and Marlene on the cover. Yeah, and like you said, he was... In 95, he was doing... Being the weird... It was 95, right? Yeah. He did show up in 95. I mean, it was like, it was bad, too, because, I mean, fans were, like, calling him, you know, F-A-G, 
Jerry, oh, yeah, Jerry the yeah, King Lawler yeah. called him the Q word. Uh, I'm not going to say because I don't like those it was, words, but uh, no, it was really, it was really. I remember uh, seeing a big deal. House, I forget which one it was, but uh, Goldust was on the card, and they showed a guy with a sign that said Goldust is a fag. Oh yeah, I've, like, I've seen clear that. Clear oh, yeah. day, and I'm like, what is? I mean, like. This is, I mean, I get it. It's not 2018 then. But, yeah, I was going to say, back but, then oh it was kind of still like, who, weird. Who even takes the time to write that on a piece of paper, let alone a big cardboard sign? It was a little queer to people back then still, if you know what I'm saying. No pun intended. Because <laughs> that is the meaning of queer, so don't get offended about it, everybody. Uh, that is one of them. But Anyways, I mean, I, I, mean, I had to have it. a little attitude myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you think about it in Vince's promo. He said, you know, they, they were taking the storylines from such shows New like levels. Days, of our, Days of Our Lives, you know, Seinfeld, just different stuff. I mean, it was it, and it was a mixture then. Yeah. Comedy. It was drama. It was action. It was, you know, it was a little bit of everything. And when you mentioning 95, I got to tell you, man, I know 95 was kind of a rough year in WWF, but I, I, there's, I got a soft spot for 95. We I both like 95. Love it. And I really, I voted for New Generation when we did this. I'll be honest. When we did the I wrote, I voted for, for I voted for Ruthless. Ugh, I'm glad that is. I, that's kind of was one of my eras, man. I was, well, that was kind of when I was on kid. the outskis. Yeah. And I was, for, my attitude is your golden, and your new generation is my ruthless. That's kind of the time our age, kind of how we were. Yeah, I, w- I was, you know, by ruthless aggression, I was in my teens and doing other stuff that I shouldn't have been doing. And girls yeah, I was like and... doing them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you got it. Which you don't, you you shouldn't have attitude. not been doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I, I kind of. I jotted down some bullet points, and the next one I had lined up here was... Uh, I feel like I'm Monday... getting interviewed now. No, 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 like the Monday Night Wars. Mm-hmm. I think the I think the Attitude Era was their answer to the Monday Night Wars, and I think that absolutely. has been said. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I, I think that's been, like, said, but I just, you know, I'm that's the that was their answer to well, yeah, WWE killing them in the ratings. Nitro was beaten that ass. Bad. Bad. What was it, 83 weeks? Yeah, it was since, uh, it was 96 till that, till Vince and Stone Cold, oh, till Stone Cold stunned Vince. Was I that... believe that it was when he stunned him or it was whenever they fought with Stone Cold's hand tied behind his back. I can't remember which one it was. But that was the the first raw where they I, had beat them I'm in like two years. I'm thinking it was the one with his hand tied behind his back. Yeah, that was like April '98. That sounds that was about, the first that time. About right. That yeah, that was the first time they beat him in two years. Basically, I have Attitude Era DVDs here. Let me look in here real quick, and I'll see if I can't find that. Um, it's I, I mean I don't know it's in here somewhere. It doesn't really matter. Nah. And eh, the statisticians will get to us eventually. Of course. But, uh... That's the beauty yeah, the, of professional wrestling. The, the fans mon- know every... It's like, like, oh, a yeah. Kiss fan. Like, I can name every album, every song, in numerical and just every... Chronologically, 
I know all the albums and what year they came out. It's sick. That's me and Iron Maiden too. It's yeah. a disease, man. Yeah, it's it is it's but, a little something something. Anyways, uh yeah, so Monday Night Wars, you know, big part of Attitude Era. Uh ever there was always the dream match of staying in Undertaker, even back then. Even the mid early nineties, you know, that stuff. It was always like Sting Undertaker, you well, know. Well yeah, that's... I mean PWI, I mean they the cover of their magazines were always like dream matches, you know. Will we ever see Stone Cold versus Hogan, or later on Stone Cold and the and uh, Goldberg? Yeah, we, yeah, that's right. Could that we the big see one. you know The Rock versus Diamond Dallas Page, or it was yeah. always something like that, you know? So I mean, yeah, I mean, of course the the wars were a big part of it. Um, and they've documented that on the network, and that series was great, by the way. Yeah, Monday Night Wars was awesome. I, I wish there was that. more episodes to have on that. That was great. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't miss one episode. Like, live watched it, like, when they first aired them. They were really good, man. Those were really good. And, uh, you know, it was a time, too, even then when I was I was really young, but it was – we would tape one of them and watch the other one. Mm-hmm. And it was always, I would catch whatever the one we taped, I would watch it in the morning. I mean, and I did that into Ruthless Aggression Era, but I was I would tape them the night before and watch them, rewatch them in the morning. But uh, it, it just was, it was, a, it was a really fun time in wrestling with competition. And, you know, when they went into the draft thing, that was Vince creating competition for himself. But, you right. know, that doesn't really work out. No. And, I mean... In all honesty, I mean, I did the same thing. I would watch, because Nitro came on an hour early, because it was three hours. This is before Raw went three hours. Oh, yeah, that's Nitro right. Nitro would was, come on yeah. at, at seven. I would watch that for the for the first hour. Then I would switch to Raw at eight. Yeah. And then I would usually flip, flip back and forth. I mean, I would record one. But, like, say, you know, I would get, and I'm, like, thinking... I'm like, oh, you know, NWO is probably on at this time, or Hogan's probably cutting a promo right now. So, which was every episode at every hour, every minute, the NWO was on TV. <laughs> you heard that music so much throughout the night. Oh yeah. At, at a certain point now, when I watch Nitro, when I- Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask Regina, "Do you like to compete?" I say, "Bring it on." Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. I was watching all the nitros back. I was like, you know, like I could go without hearing the music like one time. Even though I love it, but I'm just like, okay. That's you know, I was there was a time period where I was I had a Monday Nitro ring, like a toy ring, and I was playing with my WWF wrestlers in it. 
And then I would do the dream matches with my WWF and WCW wrestlers oh, yeah, I did that in the too. ring. But anyways, yeah. Now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, God, now the toys are just amazing. I, it's just, I want to play with the toys again. Like, I want to, bad. We got to do a toy episode eventually. We have to, man. I, I, th- I think that might be in the coming weeks. Yeah. I think that, I think that would be fun. Um, during the Attitude Era, it was Vince Russo, and who is his writing partner? I always forget. It was the creative, quote-unquote, team was, at one point, it was Vince, Pat Patterson, Jim Cornette, and Jim Ross. Then Jim Ross really went over to Talent Relations. Yeah. And then, at one point, it was just Russo, Vince, and Pat Patterson after Cornette left. Because him and Vince Russo, obviously... (laughs) Couldn't get along. And that, well, Russo, Russo had a goes. he had a writing partner though. I thought. Oh, uh, Ed Ferrara. Ed Ferrara, yeah. They wrote all that the was Ed more things. towards the end. Oh yeah, before he jumped ship. <clears throat> yeah. Before uh, before Vince Russo jumped ship. Um, he his how much like do you think the writing or the characters and personalities was what made the attitude per se like you know he wrote they wrote all this stuff but like if they wrote for this guy to go out there and stun the boss but it wasn't stone cold like that wouldn't have worked no i don't think it, i think it was, it was it was a mixture of the players and the ideas now when yeah. Vince russo was writing back then you know it wasn't like it is now with the team of like 30 freaking writers yeah, But then, you know, it was just a couple of guys sitting around the pool at Vince's house. and like, hey, let's jot down some ideas. Where do we want to go for the next year? Oh, yeah, that's right. They just go to the pool. At so Vince's. let's go sit by the pool, pal. Anyway, so Vince Russo never really wrote like a – I mean, he, they wrote a script. But they didn't write exactly what they were going to say. The performers still had some freedom, you know, to work with what they were going to do. They they were all good on the mic back then, yep. and they could hold their own out there in front of fifteen thousand people. Mm-hmm. They but didn't I mean, have you, to. You look at guys like Stone Cold and The Rock and Triple H and Shawn Michaels, and you know, the list goes on and on and on. But Valvinus, yeah. But I mean, they didn't need it, you know. They no. And I mean, look at The Rock now; he's the biggest actor in the world. Yeah, but I mean. Because they had that mixture of everything. They were funny. You know, You know, Austin was pissed off. or It was just, it was a combination of them all being a total package. Yeah, yeah. They were, they were the total package. All the Attitude Era stars. And that's, and I'm, when I say all the Attitude Era stars, I mean from undercard, Sunday Top night, to bottom. undercard, mid-card, main event, all the roster during the Attitude Era was stacked. And you, I, I remember seeing a lot of the same talent on TV, but it was because they got the shit done, man. They yeah. made the crowd happy. The crowd went home happy. But they uh, all knew their place. They knew that Stone Cold was the one bringing the house in. Right. And DX was the ones bringing the house in. But then they didn't care because guess what? They were making money. Yeah. Because before that, the houses weren't packed. They were doing small places. Yeah. They did raw at at the uh, at the ball Manhattan the Manhattan Center. Center at the ballroom, and they were doing it because they couldn't fill an arena. Yeah, 
They were, I mean, they had Raws from like high school gyms and shit early on. There was a couple you know, of them. The new generation, later new generation, is kind of, in a way, how WWE is now. Yeah. With the arenas not always filling up mm-hmm. and the ratings kind of being low from t- up and down, up and down, up and down. Of course, there's no competition. You know, Nitro started competition competing with them in 1995 but it's it like it's it's kind of like that's why everybody i think now with this pg era is there's always like oh you know when are they going to go back to tv 14 and they're going to go back to blood and like a new attitude era it's not going to happen no because first of all they don't have the plethora of they have the plethora of talent but not that kind of talent and and the thing is, as much as it, it's a bummer, we're not in that time anymore that they can go on TV and have, you know, uh, uh, Sasha Banks pull her shirt off with stars on her nipples. You can't, yeah. you know, or... Uh, that shit don't fly today. Roman drinking beer and stunning the boss and flipping him off and all. Like, that's just, you know, Stone Although Cold comes back and does it. Vince was pretty close. That yeah, that, yeah, was, that was badass, dude. <laughs> and and of course, you know Vince. Vince himself was a huge part in the Attitude Era. You oh know? yeah, the the Mister McMahon character after the screw job. I mean, if it wasn't for him, Stone Cold wouldn't have been what he is now. No, the Mister McMahon character helped shape, form, whatever you want to call it, the Stone Cold character. Because a lot of people say that. The Mr. McMahon character, they say Stone Cold and Vince was the same person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you heard that? Yeah. Like, they were, Stone Cold was, I, I can't remember how it's always phrased, but yeah, that's that's what it was. And the Mr. McMahon character, I mean, and that that was what was so great about it, too. Because he was just the heel of all heels, because it was his company. He comes out, calls the shots, and then the glass shatters. Or the rock's music hits, and they come out and tell the boss what's up. Like it was just, it was just such a huge part in the Attitude Era. And Vince to go out there and make himself look like a fool on TV, you know, he pissed his pants on TV. Oh, I was gonna bring that up if you didn't, because I will always remember, and I wish I still have. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Bang Three Sixteen. I had it as a poster. As a We're gonna get a new shirt that says McMahon three sixteen says I just pissed my pants. My pants. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, great, man. And I remember God. watching that on the Stone Cold movie. Uh, oh, hell yeah! God. Oh, geez, that was the greatest. You want to talk about a freaking whatever age I was at the time? I think that was like ninety nine, so I would have been like twelve. But you want to talk about a freaking kid preteen? teenager whatever it was just dying dude like i thought that was the funniest thing like oh yeah I mean, i'm still that way like somebody pisses their pants or farts or shits themselves i'm the first one laughing even if it's me. for sure for if sure I oh yeah my pants right now i would start laughing absolutely i would be i if i if i fart i'm like, <laughs> like, I'm <just laughs> we're, an like idiot. we're like five-year-olds yeah it's like beavis and like i'm beavis and your butthead you know yeah. it's just that's and i love beavis and butthead too mm-hmm. so we uh, talked about but, that one day. I think that was on the deleted one. Yeah. Um, the, you know, just bullet points in the attitude there. The McMahon, um, the amount of sexuality. Yeah, this, and, this... and I mean, on the note of Beavis and Butthead, I mean, you think about it. 
Beavis and Butthead, South Park, uh, Vince noted King of the Hill in the promo. It's like yeah. those animated, you know, adult animated shows before Adult Swim was even a glimmer in anybody's eye. I mean, that, that whole movement, Jerry Springer, Howard Stern, all this shit came into play because it was, it was what was making money at the time. Yeah, the late 90s, man, the mid to late 90s, just the 90s in general was that, exactly, that's what was making money and that was bringing everybody, people in. And... Everybody was sex crazed. Everybody, totally. you know, was into alcohol and drugs and it was like a resurgent of the 80s almost. It was a party, man, but it was different drugs. It was more so downers, of course. Yeah. Heroin was the big drug in the 90s and Coke was the big drug in the 80s. Right. Still a big drug, but... You know, they both, all drugs are big drugs now. It's, it's mostly, you know, it's just a different time. It's just a different time now, but it was, the Attitude Era fit right in, man. And that, that goes along with this, you know, is there going to be an Attitude Era again? Maybe, and it's not called the Attitude Era, and it's a long time from now. Yeah. Something it, like that ever happens. You're looking again. at another 10 years. Because, least. yeah, right now is a very... Everybody is very sensitive right now. Well, I don't know why. That, but, but everybody at, at the WWE right now, they're still trying to figure it out because there is a wrestling resurgence. Yeah, and it's and it's and it's right there in the two words you said. It's a wrestling resurgence. And if you don't think that Vince doesn't know what's going on elsewhere right now, with the Bullet Club being and their shirts being in hot topic. Believe it or not, I, I guarantee you he thinks that's a big freaking deal. He has to know it. That's the one, you know, he, as everybody says, he doesn't really, you know, he never really watched anything outside of No, that. I'm not saying he watches it, but I'm saying no, he's but he aware knows. of yes. what's going on. If he's you, aware if that. If you told me tomorrow that Vince McMahon has, has not heard that Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks and all them are putting on all in, you're crazy. He's hurting. Yeah. Because he's thinking, now these wrestlers are self-financing a show in an arena? Yeah. He never would have dreamed that that would have ever happened. Yeah. Because he, you know, it's New York. New York controls everything. Well, I mean. In the wrestling world. And his, from what I've gathered from all the information that people have said about him, his his brain is like he's in his own world. Oh yeah, he, he doesn't he, he doesn't really in. let anything in to sink in, and the only thing that comes out is wrestling or sports yeah. entertainment. In that in that you know that too. Back then, they said wrestling, didn't they? Yeah, and in his during pro, the Attitude Era, his pro. Well, I, I take that back. Actually, the first time he said sports entertainment was when they were trying to get uh, WWF back in New Jersey because at the time the athletics commission in New Jersey had banned WWF because it was too violent. Okay. And that's when he came out and said, it's fake. It's a work. It's sports entertainment. This was, this was 97, because it was SummerSlam 97 was the first event held in New Jersey in like 10 years. Oh, that's right. That was a that was Jersey. Yep, and that, that was when uh, Christy Todd Whitman, who was the governor at the time, her kids were really big into wrestling. So she took it 
with Vince and Linda, they took it upon themselves to make this happen. So there's a little bit of history for you. Well, that's a big deal. But yeah. I, if I remember correctly, during the Attitude Era, it was still referred to as professional wrestling. Oh, yeah, they still said it. But, but they, you know, they, there was they, didn't, a, they didn't say these entertainers. They said these wrestlers or yeah. these fighters there or whatever, you know. I actually, because I was telling you on the phone before <coughs> we started. Yeah. Um, I was watching, uh, it was uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H versus Legion of Doom when New Age Outlaws came in and shaved Hawk's mohawk off. Yeah. <laughs> when they're coming to the ring, Jim Ross, like, kind of, like, pauses and then says sports entertainment. Like, it was kind of... So, it was kind of like it was almost in his ear, like, make sure he says sports entertainment, pal. Yeah. Well, that was definitely the time of... It was... It was... That's a hard one. I, that's a hard one to pinpoint. I mean, you you said when it probably was first when it was first said, but uh, when they really, I wonder when they really started enforcing the sports entertainment thing. I wonder if it I was think, the I attitude think that was era. More, I think it was more later on, like more towards now, more towards like ruthless aggression. But even then, they said wrestling. I think it was PG era. Like it, it's like post two thousand ten. I think. Yeah, you don't really. You don't really notice it until like now when they say it on TV and like thirty when, times when the revival match. said it, like right before Raw twenty five when we were still reviewing Raws. Yeah, when the revival said it, and then we we were like, "What? Yeah, you can't say that." But Daniel Bryan um, just said it when he came back. Well, so. he's probably a different story, you know. But anyways, back to uh, the So you know, tons of sexuality, all the. You know, tits flashing left and right. Terry Reynolds is super hot. Still is. <laughs> Sable is hot. Hey, she just you know. did a kayfabe commentaries. Oh, did she? I saw a trailer for it today, actually. It was uh, the it's like a new Ru- one? Russo's Attitude or whatever, and Russo's interviewing people. Really? Yeah, and it's Terry Reynolds. Oh, okay. Yeah, watch the trailer. Watch it, looks, it looks badass, actually. Um, Tag teams wrestling. Tag team wrestling was that super high i think during the attitude era because Dude, some of my favorites yeah it was all oh yeah i love mosh and thrasher <clears throat> headbangers you had lod back you had oh, of course dx you had uh whatever combination of the heart foundation you wanted you had doa you had los per week was i fucked that name up i just said the f word <laughs> uh the oddities <laughs> The oddities. Not, not that it was the greatest, you know, but it was. But it, there was, was tons of was factions different. and teams. Nation. Yeah. Uh, there was just tons of teams and factions, and it was that was the cool thing too about it was there was all these groups, you know. Mankind there was, and Kane. We almost forgot them. Outlaws. Yeah, Rock and Sock Connection. Rock and Sock Connection. I mean, it just Kane and uh, Kane and X Pac, and that was yeah. The, you know, there was just. You could in this okay now they throw guys together randomly and it doesn't make sense. Back then you could throw guys together randomly and they made it work. Yeah, they always made it work. Especially like Kane, Mankind, and then they do like Taker and Austin. Yeah, and like Taker and Austin win the tag titles before their match at SummerSlam. Right, or Sean and Austin won the tag titles before King of the Ring in '97. Yeah, 
It, it was always something like that, but it, it made sense. Because and it, was, it was like, okay, here's two guys that don't get along. We're going to make them get along, and they're going to win the tag titles before they face each other at the next pay-per-view. And, you know, with that being said, that you could throw guys together and just do this or do that, I, I think one word that made the Attitude Era huge and sets it aside from all these different quote-unquote eras is unpredictability. Yeah, you never knew. You yeah you watch and that's why we watched it every week. That's why we watched exactly. it every week because we didn't know what was going to happen. Exactly. You're like, oh shit. Okay, so last week Austin stunned McMahon. What's next? Is he going to kill him this next? week? You know, yeah. <laughs> so you don't know what's going to happen. That's like the the Zamboni, the the concrete and the convertible. Like, of course, the beer truck. The beer truck. What is he going to do next? Like, he's a maniac throwing belts off of bridges and shit. Yep. Hacking into Rock's pager, getting it to say 316. Remember, the Rock threw him off the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> and take your piece of shit belt with you. <laughs> I mean, I'll never forget that. Take your belt with to hell with you. I'll never oh forget, my like. God. And oh, then What? I wonder how they went about that. I wonder if, because the body was definitely like a, uh, it, was to- it was totally a dummy falling yeah. down. Like, oh, look, his leg shouldn't bend that way. Yeah. Phew. <laughs> Oh, and also the uh, like after the McMahon promo, they started running those. Uh, you think I'm not a real athlete or whatever? Those promos. Oh yeah, the so don't try this at home stuff. Yeah. Yep. And then it'd say it'd flash attitude at the end. Yeah, it was just it almost was just crazy, broke my freaking neck. Yeah. <laughs> it was just nuts, man. So much, so much went on, dude. It was just. But- and not only that, not only just the wrestling, but the merchandise. Oh, yeah. Everybody had a Stone Cold shirt. Action uh, figures, T-shirts. They had the T-shirts in Walmart. Yeah. Beach towels. And, you know. They brought the ice cream back we talked about with Thunder Rosa. Yeah. The DX shirts, the Stone Cold shirts, the Rock shirts. shirts. And you know what was the NWO shirts Beanie were babies. At- the NWO shirts were at WWF shows as much as Bullet Club shirts are at WWE shows now. Yep. That's how, and that's him. Like you said, he can't not notice that. That's how huge that is. But well, I mean, I was watching, uh, <coughs> I, I was watching Raw last night, the first part of it, and then I ended up turning it off because my internet got sketchy. But um, like they were showing a, a highlight from last week. Yeah. And they showed a dude in a Bullet Club and like, immediately like panned to something else oh wow <laughs> and then like i kept waiting for the camera to go back to that guy never did nope they don't want that on their tv nope but yeah good luck, telling all, good luck telling half the crowd to take their shirts off yeah you don't see people in the crowd anymore either with their bodies painted you know i noticed that back then too a lot there's not of, as many signs no signs Signs in the Attitude Era, everybody had a freaking sign. Yeah. They panned the crowd at the beginning of Raw. We're coming live from Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. And like the sirens going off. Yeah. Oh my God. Another big show in the Attitude Era was Shotgun Saturday Night. Yep. There was some cool shit that happened on there. Uh, speaking of Terry, um, when she flashed her tatas, that was a shotgun Saturday night, right? 
Yeah, to the Sultan and the Iron Sheik. Yep, That's that that was directed towards that, and uh, was it metal and jacked? And you know what I liked back then, uh, and even in Ruthless Aggression and pre-network stuff. But I loved the sun, the Saturday morning and Sunday morning shows. Yeah, the recap. Well, they shows. they reviewed everything. They just kind of like toned it down. Yeah, I really I really liked Live that. Wire Superstars. Then later on, Jacked and Metal after, because after all those shows, we got SmackDown, we got Sunday Night Heat, we got, you know, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and th- there you go, right there. The birth of SmackDown was smack dab in the middle of the Attitude Era. Yep. 1999, August and, 1999. And they named it after a phrase of The Rock, and it's yep. still called SmackDown. I wonder if he has any rights Smackdown to that. Is, SmackDown is also now in the Webster's Dictionary. Really? It is actually a word. I had a vape vape to that. Uh, And and I mean, Sunday Night Heat. We were just discussing that not too long ago. And guess what? This coming Monday, Sunday Night Heat, WWE Network. Love it. I can't wait. Finally. I just want to watch Heat so bad. And I want to watch it on Sunday nights and or Monday nights, whenever, like, my. I want to. I, I used to catch myself watching it on YouTube the night before I would have to go back to work just to get that nostalgic feel. Yeah, like what's going to happen on Raw tomorrow. Yeah, and like Raw would be going on while I'm watching it or whatever, you know. But yeah, the, I mean, the birth of SmackDown was a huge deal. You know, that immediately was... was and then I noticed towards the end, they kind of, I think they started filming Sunday Night Heats on SmackDown or before mm-hmm. or after SmackDown, because they started using that set on Heat. Yeah. I remember that, because the early days of Heat was the Raw set, or every, well, everything was the Raw a, set. And originally, I believe, the first, like, maybe ten episodes were live. Oh, really? I'm I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty damn sure. Well, I know they had certain ones live throughout the course of SmackDown. Well, and then, like, the, the Super Bowl one, the halftime... Empty Arena, Rockin' Mankind. That was Heat, right? Yeah, that was Heat. That was Heat, yeah. And, and that was, was in Sunday. the... It was Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. And it was at halftime. Yeah. Because they were trying... They were... You know, they aired that commercial. That was the same year they did the Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. That was in the Attitude Era. Only time WWF ever did that. Do you think... Before or since was that year. Do you think that they still have, you know, a couple bucks in the account from the Attitude Era? You think that boosted a lot of money? You know, I mean, I'm sure by this point it went to paying off the wrestlers and went into Vince's, you know, other endeavors, XFL. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, um, very true. Because he, you know, he, he kind of lost his ass on that thing. And now that's coming back. So then, yeah. then again, you know, then you get, we're going to, I'm sure once that starts again, does that mean Attitude Era is coming back? No, I think there's never going to be an attitude error, but I can see there being a more ruthless aggression type era where the rating is up a little more, but it's so family oriented that it's, they are going to lose viewership and lose money on that. And, you know, with everybody knowing that it's sports entertainment and it's scripted and yada, yada, a lot, like a lot of people I knew that, you know, we watched, we watched the attitude error growing up. Attitude Era growing up together and the Ruthless Aggression Era growing up together, they watch UFC because it's real. But, I mean, I know a lot of 
friends like that too that still watch WWE from time to time, but they're not huge fans like us that like aren't gonna miss wrestling, you know? Yeah. No, and I mean I have friends like that. I mean, all of my friends from back when I watched wrestling are either probably dead or Jesus. I don't, you know, I don't communicate with them anymore or whatever. I mean, I don't really have a lot of childhood friends other than like my brother that, you know, he, I mean, I know he still catches wrestling from time to time, but he, he, he's in his own world now that he doesn't have to watch it. Like it's not a need. Yeah. He's got stuff going. It's not, it, it doesn't grab you in like that. And that's, that's another thing about the attitude era. if If it weren't for my kids getting into it. I probably wouldn't have gotten back into it. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty bold, you know. But that's that is saying something. That's just how. Back then, you know, we're talking about friends and man. Everybody, I like everybody I talked to or associated with back then, my friends and stuff. It was like we all talked wrestling back then. Yeah, Adventure, everybody watched early wrestling. ruthless. Yeah, it was everybody watched it. It was the cool thing. I mean, the ratings were, you know, you had seven point fives and stuff. That's a lot of people watching, man. Yeah. And that does and go I along mean, with... I mean, just, I just talked to my dad a couple of weeks ago, and I was telling him about the podcast and stuff. Did you goes, ask him about SummerSlam again? <laughs> I should have. I should have. Actually, I think I did bring it up. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you're still on that? Um, no, but he, you know, he told me, he's like, honestly, Tommy, I, d- I can't tell you the last time I watched it. He's like, if I had to pick a time, the last time I watched it, it was when Stone Cold was still wrestling. That's see, there you go. It's always, it's always the, it's it's everybody, and that's. So my, you talk about wrestling on your show, like what, like Stone Cold, like Hulk Hogan. Yep, there it is. There, that's. Have you ever had John Cena on your show? Yeah, yeah. I, I hate it when people ask me that. Are you gonna get like John Cena? On? No, I don't have. Yeah, we don't. We don't have well, that kind of money yeah. to do that. <laughs> I mean, like, so, so do you just talk about wrestling, or do you like? talk to wrestlers i'm like yeah we talk to wrestlers oh like who anybody i've heard of well i don't know do you watch independent wrestling do you go on youtube and you know search for certain people no i know hulk hogan has not been on my show he's welcome in time open invite terry um, yeah or, or yeah stone cold just, you think you'll ever get rick flair dude if rick flair ever comes on my show i will shit gold yeah you know it, yeah it, i mean i'm not saying it will never happen but you know you never know and right now i kind of enjoy talking to people that you know don't have anywhere else to go that stone cold's not going to bring them on their podcast i enjoy doing stuff like this where we talk about i, I like the classic stuff a lot because yeah, it's, it's fun. fun to revisit you know we need to get back into the more of the like the one event kind of things too. The reviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to do some of that stuff. We haven't done do those some... in a long time. Yeah, like this People... month, I think we should do a backlash or two. Let's uh, let's pick one. Or wait, May. What would May used to be Judgment Day? Yeah, Judgment Day and Over the Edge. And in your house, next month is definitely King of the Rings, though, because we are in May now. Yeah, we are going to do King of the Ring in June. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, after you. Um, so, yeah, maybe we'll just wait for King of the Rings since it's a bigger one. This, yeah, I've, I've always wanted the, to. This will be the, the 20th anniversary of 98. Yeah. And yes. we're doing Undertaker and Foley tomorrow. So, maybe I've we always just wanted won't... to do Backlash 02 because that's when Hogan won the belt. 
again. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd be and, down for that. <laughs> yeah, I just... I have a weird obsession with O2. I don't know why. It, it was cool. That's actually one of the years that I didn't watch that I've went back and watched all of. Me too, yeah. Um, but anyways, so kind of like, I don't know, Attitude Era, man. I mean, there's so much we could talk about. It's just like my brain scrambled, like trying to... I want to get, like, everybody in that was involved, but I feel like, you know, I miss, like, over half of the roster. And, like, we can't squeeze all the events into an episode because, I mean, it's just too much. Oh, no, and, I mean, first, my first pay-per-view ever was SummerSlam 8, and that was a, that's SummerSlam, that's, WrestleMania. The build to that SummerSlam felt like WrestleMania. But you know what? It wasn't just that. It was all the pay-per-views had a great build and everything. Everybody was so – everything pulled you in. You know, when you want to talk about pay-per-views, the buys were through the roof back then. You know, they were they were making money. Mm-hmm. And, the and they were making stars. Exactly. Just day by day, man. And stars were making programming that we wanted to watch. And that's why thank thank God for the WWE network. Yep. It's it's like it's not even about what's current. It's about getting to go back and watch stuff. Like I get to watch what I watched growing up with my kids and like I'll hit a certain episode of Raw or SmackDown, I'll be like, Oh, I remember watching this. Yeah, yeah. Or like just even a segment. You know, uh, yeah, like, oh, I remember promo, this. you know, like Oh my God, I remember when The Rock said that, or I remember when Austin started the What Chant, or, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's it's awesome to have that as a go-to instead of, you know, just watching clips. From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. On YouTube, you can watch an entire show. Well, and I like, I'm an HD horror kind of. Oh, you know, I, I like, I like high definition. We've talked that. That was like one of the first shows we ever talked about was like how gotta tech have HD. we are. Yeah. And YouTube, it's just tough to, like everything's so choppy. It's yeah. like 280 or 240, whatever it is. Every once in a while, you'll get a good one. Um, but not wrestling. I was just, like, only wrestling I watch on there now is like, I watch Thunder before they put those on. And then now like I'll watch a wrestling challenge or superstars. Yeah. But that's because they're not on there. Put those on. I want Wrestling Challenge on there. I was just thinking when you were talking about the network, you just put something on. And I remember, you know, think it's been four years now that the network's been out. Mm-hmm. And when it first came on, it was just the pay-per-views and Monday Night Wars and, like, a couple extra other programs. Like, there wasn't a lot yeah, on there. Yeah, there wasn't a ton at first. Loaded. 
But to yeah, to us, we were just like in heaven. We we're like we can watch any just the pay per views, from man. Yeah, WCW, ECW, or WWF. Like holy did, crap! Did I mention that on here? How I burn out my battery in my iPhone five? Yeah. It? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I burn out my battery watching fully loaded two thousand, and I was watching like many in a row. But I remember my ba- I was like, "Wow, my battery's really acting up," and I would charge it, and it would just die right away. Yeah. So I really tore up my battery watching <laughs> the network when it first. Hey, came speaking out. of phone batteries, we haven't joked about mine in a while. So yeah. I started it at ninety seven percent. Yeah, which is probably the highest. That's yeah. And it's never seen it that it's high. It's just now on seventy three. And we wow. we've been on for almost an hour. Mine's at seventy two right now. Oh damn, we're close. What what I that started at seventy eight. What are we, IC champs now? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's we're we're mid carters, yeah. That was the most ridiculous meme. Oh shit, I'd rather be the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, I know. I'd it's, I'd carry it's that funny belt. Because, you know, Guys like us and, like, Zack Ryder and Dolph Ziggler, they always said, like, their dream was to be the Intercontinental Champion, you know? And, I, yes, yeah. I just did compare us to Zack Ryder and Dolph Ziggler. You're Zack, I'm Dolph. We're that good. Yeah. Those are guys that I Those are guys that I see as Intercontinental guys. Yeah, but, the, I mean, they were true wrestling fans, you know? And, well, speaking of I, – I always see I can go back to the attitude thing we talk about in this. See? You know the the intercontinental title back then. Usually, you were get you were if you were IC champ, you were probably going to be world champ at some point. Yeah, you were basically number one contender. <coughs> yeah, and like The Rock and Triple H through '98, their feud with for the intercontinental title and Shamrock and in the intercontinental. I think Shamrock's the only one who didn't really become world champion. But he yeah, was I, kind I, of their, him right. and Dan Severn well, were the first like MMA guys. Yeah. Dan Severn was the first. Dan Severn was like, when he came to WWF, though, he had all the freaking belts. He had the NWA belt. Like, all yeah. those belts he carried to the ring with him, and Jim Cornette was skipping along beside him. But, yep. I mean, it, they, but they brought everybody in. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. You know? Yeah, and then, toward, I mean, towards the end of the Attitude Era, you know, you had your, your Benoit's and your Malenko and Saturn, the... The Radicals, right? Yep, the Radicals. With a Z. Yep. Uh, Jericho Jump Ship, right? Jericho in the middle Jump of it Ship. In 99. 99. Big Show. Big Show. Dude, that's creepy. Um, yeah. <laughs> Dudley's, obviously. Uh, yeah. Taz. You know, I mean, it, Raven. Yeah, it was a who's who of the other promotions, and they were coming in. You know, 99. You had me. Dr. Yeah, Stasiak came. Sean Stasiak was there, man. Hey. He was there. Hey, Doc. Come on the show. But we want to talk to Meat. Yeah. We want to talk to Meat and Dr. Stasiak. Yeah. But mostly Uh, You know, I look, I look at the Attitude Era. There, 98 was, you know, definitely the most Attitude Era-ish year. You know, it was the kind of the, the huge like, takeoff year of it. And then 99, these were all attitude years, but 99 was, it was kind of squirrely, you know? There was a lot of weird stuff that went down in 99. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was kind of squirrely. It was. It was like, there was a lot of weird stuff going on in 99. I I got another idea for a shirt. (laughs) It was squirrely? 99 was kind of (laughs) squirrely. 99 was kind of squirrely. Yeah. I love it. 
Oh my god. It just and in two thousand. By the was way, we have get... unlimited shirt designs now on Pro Wrestling Tees, so we need to get on that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Uh, two thousand, two thousand one, and I feel like somewhere in two thousand and one, it kind of became more. Well, there was a lot of attitude. You know, Kurt Angle came in in the attitude. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm trying not to. You know, I'm trying to. The, we're kind of I jumping mean, around, but, but like there's you were so much. The, like you were saying, the factions. We had, you know, DX, blah blah blah. But we had the corporation, the ministry, the corporate ministry. Yeah. Uh, and I and I liked corporate ministry Undertaker. A lot of people kind of shit on it, right, but I, right I, I did like it. Kind yep. tie. Um. Jeez. Uh, the brood. Shit, we haven't even talked about the brood. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Down, 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 down. Gangrel bobbing his head. Yeah. By the way, I watched the Gangrel shoot last weekend, and it was great. I, I love Gangrel shoots, It was yeah. a great one, too. I like Gangrel. Edge and Christian, you know, that was kind of, that was their big introduction. And then the Hardys joined the Hardys. The I remember joined that. The party. <laughs> Michael PSAs well, with his... Net shirt from Hot Topic and his black jeans. Oh, yeah, face. that's right. Oh, my God. Oh, I forgot all about that. Michael Postal, Postal Service Hayes. I forgot all about that. Oh, I'll never forget. See, it's just there's so much, that's dude. The editorial, it was just such a pivotal the time. The Godfather. I mean, he stayed yeah. in the nation, but, man. What he wants? He was Papa Shango, to... wasn't he? Yeah, he was Papa Shango. And then he was Sama. Uh huh. What he wants everybody to do right now is come aboard the oh, train. Wow! 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 And then, of course, one of our personal favorites, D'Lo. Oh yeah, shaking the head around. Looking at the rear deal now. Whoop! I used to think it said, I'm going to chew your ass up and spit your ass out. I like that, too. I don't know why. But and then, of course, we had, we had sexy what? chocolate. Oh, yeah. Sexual baby. One of my favorites of the Attitude Era by far is just, it was always Val Venus, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love Val Venus. Hello, ladies. We always talk about the screw. <laughs> oh yeah, it's always and the hot dog going on the bun, yeah. and then the train going the, in the uh... tunnel, <laughs> the, <little laughs> the volcano, the volcano blowing up. What is it? There's oh the flower erecting, uh, yeah, the flower <laughs> blossoming. Yeah, it's all like all the innuendos. <laughs> Uh, I love Val, dude. I will never I forget love Val Venus. when my dad took me and my brother to Raw in the summer of 98. June 98. Never forget it. <laughs> and it was when he, they, right before the choppy, the PP. It was that angle. Yeah. And uh, Val's laying in bed with Mrs. Yamaguchi-san. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's like, honey, did you find the remote? Dude, <laughs> like, we were laughing so freaking hard like that was the funniest shit to us because dude i was like i I just turned no 11 this is the greatest thing did you find the remote like what the hell 
<laughs> Dude, Val Venus was the greatest creation. I remember creation. my dad like leaning over and going, but that's not all she found. Like, <laughs> like the first yeah. dad joke I ever heard, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it, at least it was like innuendo-ish. Oh, God. I love, I love Val. Dude, still to this day. And he's Sean Morley. I have him on Facebook, actually. But he... uh He's a little trippy with the government stuff. He's very into the politics and government arguing about things, but he loves weed, so that's cool. Yeah, he's, uh, what is it, like Cannabis Corner or something like that? He's uh, <laughs> Captain Cannabis. Captain Cannabis, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, the Captain Cannabis show, and he's like, what's up, guys? On, he's on YouTube. What's up, guys? I got some purple OG kush here. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's a good battle. Yeah. Oh, what? Uh, Did you find the remote? <laughs> I was I was watching clips of the attitude era. The screw, <laughs> the screw, and, and the, I'm course, gonna watch this video. Of course, they're talking about Val Venus, and my kids come walking in from school, and he's like, "I came, I saw, I saw, and I came again, and I came again." <laughs> <laughs> my kids are walking in the door. I'm like, "Oh God!" Oh uh, yeah, and then they. You know, showing like DX clips, and they're all doing the suck it, and I'm like, oh my yeah, god, yeah. guys, knock it off! I'm never gonna hear the end of if you guys go to school tomorrow and do suck it. Which, see, that's the difference. Is like back then when kids would do it at school, that was just bad parenting, in my opinion. I wore my suck it shirt, my DX suck it shirt. I had to turn mine before. inside out. <clears throat> yeah, I think I had. I think I had to do the same thing. Um, but you know, we do it, and we get in trouble, and it's not. Because now, like, my kids, I say, hey, if I'm cool with it if you want to watch us. But you have to understand, this isn't how you act around people. Yeah. Like, it's cool if you're entertained by it, you think it's funny, whatever. You know, they want to say Richard, that's that's fine. <laughs> to- oh, yeah, Tommy's saying Richard now, by the way. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I'm like, dude, <laughs> You got to quit listening when Daddy's recording the when he's recording the show. You got to stop listening. <laughs> the Richard. See, see. Even though our shirts are available in use size at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash shields and quads, and my kids have them, they're not always allowed to listen to the show. Yeah, Richard Long they can listen to. There's certain episodes they can't listen to, and anytime we start going on a rant about Richards or Roberts Richard or if. Robert and Courtney are having intercourse in the hotel room after WrestleMania. They're not allowed to listen to those shows. Richard Long, that's my that's my uh, <clears throat> that's my Val Venus name. Mine's Richard Short. I'm actually Martin Short's brother. Oh, mine's Richard G's Wheel. <laughs> mine's <laughs> Richard Mushroom in a Meadow. <laughs> Mushroom in a Meadow. What are you doing, Beans? My dog came to say hello and join the podcast. You get a piss or you something? say goodbye and what? I say hello. Hello, hello. Yeah, the Attitude Era was a great time, man. Val Venus was just the <laughs> highlight. And then, and then he did that, I think it was like 99 or 2000 or something, okay. something when he did the Trish Stratus thing. Yeah. I had another thing he had different Val music. Venus, though, too. Yeah, we what were is talking it? about toys, right? So I, my kids still have my Val Venus action figure. And yeah. I always thought it was weird, even then, like, he was so, he looked Saudi Arabian. 
Yeah, no, I know which one you're talking about. But it was so cool because I I remember before it came out, I said, I can't wait for Valvina's figure to come out, and I hope it comes with a removable towel. And it did. Yep, it came with a towel. Even then they were stealing. Yep, it came with a towel. I remember he has the purple trunks. I remember the the one you're talking about. Purple and silver. Yeah, I had a vowel... I had a. I remember buying a Billy Gun with the black tights and a Val two pack, and it came with the Intercontinental title, I think. Oh, nice! <clears throat> or European or something. I don't remember what it came with, but it was a two pack. It was one. Of, it might have been like a SummerSlam '99 two pack or something. Yeah, that sounds about like, right. Like I don't know, but uh, man, just it was just such a good time. And the toys were great. You know, the marketing was awesome, and Val Venus was fantastic. Dude, it was like. Dude, you bought it's. It was like the Bullet Club is now. Like Bullet Club comes out with a shirt, one of us is texting the other one, going, "Oh my god, I wish they'd stop with the merch because I don't have the money right now." Speaking of, I called Hot Topic the other day, and the shirts are not there yet. But as minute she answered, I said, "Hey, do you guys got the Bullet Club, the new Bullet Club shirts in yet?" She's like, "Is this Levi?" Uh, no. She goes, uh, 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 no, we haven't had them come in yet, Levi. Um, <laughs> I just. <laughs> Like or she said, uh, like she said my name like in it. She just didn't. She didn't even ask. She yeah. knew it was Michelle. Yeah. I recognize your voice. She's like, "Are you on her call list?" And I was like, "I don't know." And she's like, "Well, let me put you on there just in case you're not." So that way, when the stuff comes in, she said, "Which ones are you looking for?" I was like, "Really, all of them, but mainly the Hangman and Superkid Club one." Dude, I want the too sweet one. I want the Golden Lover. I, you know, I like the too sweet one, but I'm not. I'm not super keen on it. I could go I just, without that one. I just one. think it's very retro boy bandish, and I think it's I think it's neat. Yeah, it's neat. It's neat. Wow, it's neat. It's neat. You must, yeah. That sounds like a boy band statement. That's it's why neat. I said it. Oh, I wasn't being serious. I think it's cool. Yeah, I've never heard you say neat. So yeah. that's why I was like, okay, what's going? It on? It was kind of like a Brady Bunch. <clears throat> it's like the screw going into the <laughs> thing. And the hot dog going on the bun and the flower blooming. And then he pops up out of the bushes. <laughs> With the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> like the two twigs on the side. Uh, oh, here's an angle we didn't even mention on the Attitude Era podcast episode. The DX WCW invasion. Oh, yeah. What a huge moment. That was huge. That's almost bigger than the hot dog going in the bun. <laughs> Or the screw is screwing into the... Oh my God. It's drilling into the pipe or whatever. We're getting out of control. Uh, yeah, anyways. Yeah, dude, I mean, they... I rem- I think I, that episode I remember watching. I remember too. watching it. I was at one of my friends' house and I was watching it. And we were like, yeah. holy crap. And then when they start going down the ramp and the door starts closing, I was like, no, let them in. Yeah. They have friends in there. Oh, yeah, and then, the, you know, when X-Pac came back after, he was like, you look to your friends, you look to the click. Yeah. <laughs> when he says that, X-Pac comes out, and X-Pac is, like, wound up. Yeah, dude. He comes out there and cuts that promo, and he's like, if it wasn't for Eric Bischoff or WCW holding uh, them hostage, Kevin and Scott would be right here with us. Imagine that, dude, if, yeah. it, was, if it was DX was... <laughs> the click, you know. Imagine that. Yeah. That would and be if a big Sean deal too. Jump hurt, ship because before Sean got hurt, I mean, it, it, the outlaws were on their way anyways. 
Yeah, think, so it would have been think crazy. Signed till delivered before they technically joined the night after Mania 14. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, I think Sean's time off was needed anyways because of his, you know, whatever issues he his personal demons that were kind of going on. I think him being hurt was really. You know, obviously that's why he took more painkillers or muscle relax. They they were in the somas. That was their thing. Was yeah. somas in the in the fanny pack. <clears throat> yep, the somas in the fanny pack because you couldn't fail a drug test for muscle relaxers. Speaking of Shawn Michaels, considering he can't win a poll on our show other than the first one, which was the most voted on poll, he can't win to get on his spotlight episode to come on tomorrow night on the wwe network something else to wrestle with bruce pritchard is all about Shawn michaels oh really yeah because i know they've done those episodes on something to wrestle yeah uh sean michaels 94 95 and then they did i think 97 96 97 too yeah yeah i like that they did that like those yeah kind of broke it up they're like us, though, man. I mean, any podcast, I guess, you get off topic, you start kind of yeah. jumping around a little I mean, bit. And, and that's the thing. Is, I mean, we, you know, like today's topic was Attitude Era, and we got off topic a little bit. Not too bad. Everything. I think we're kind of off right now. Yeah, but I'm trying to wrap it up. Yeah, well, let's let's take her home, man. I think we talked enough about the Attitude Era, and everybody knows, you know, but it's this is the beginning of our era episodes, and Tommy and I both, I think, can mutually agree that we would like to cover all the eras. I think that would be fun. Except for Ruthless Aggression. I mean, I really look forward to Ruthless Aggression. (laughs) Because we're going to do shows that you don't really want to do that I'm into. Yeah, it's our, I mean, it's, that's, hey, that's what we do, man. We, but it's wrestling, though. I'm into it all. We're into it all. There's going to be highlights of Ruthless Aggression. We can talk. Speaking of Ruthless Aggression, I was watching Backlash the other night, watching that triple threat, and that's just amazing. So, Hey, since we'll we're getting ready to wrap future, this up, guess what? Gimmick. Been a while. That, that's not a Baja Blast? No, that's not a Baja Blast. Beja? Beja Blast. Not to be confused with WCW Valet Asia, who was a clear not to be. China. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not she to wasn't be the country. She with, was the freaking uh... continent. She was with the demon. Yeah, they could have at least had one called Japan or some chick named Japan or something. Tokyo. <laughs> or a screw drilling into a pipe and a hot dog going onto a bun and a flower blooming. And... <laughs> oh. I'm watching that video as soon as we get Oh, off yeah, here. me too. <laughs> All right, anyways. So Attitude Air is in the books. You guys heard it here, you know. And like I said Wait. To, be- to begin the show, jump on Twitter, debate with us. I'll get on there and debate with, with some fans. Yeah, totally. If you guys, what's your opinion? When did the Attitude Era start? What do you think? When did it end? Did I mean, end? I think we all kind of know when it ended, but I think there's debate on if it ended in 01. Did it ever end? <clears throat> are, yeah. are we like the, <laughs> the broken hearties that are in another time and space? Ooh. Is the Earth flat? No, it's it, fucking not. <laughs> I, ha- I had to say Is this an episode it. of Rick and Morty? Yeah. What are you doing? You're looking in the trash can? Yes. I got all that trash can. 
Hey, boy, get the hell out of... Get the hell off my lawn, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> get the hell off my lawn, you son of a bitch. I didn't know you did a Hanko. It's, uh... Oh, that's, uh, Mr. Anderson or whatever. Yeah, that's Mr. Anderson. All right, let's wrap it up. Okay. I got the fiancé calling me. Okay, you son of a bitch. Get the hell off my lawn, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you sons of bitches. They're out there Quit. whacking in my tool shed. <laughs> he beat me to it. Quit, Quit whacking. whacking in. He, see, he goes out there and he goes, what is that, some damn buzzard hawks? <laughs> oh, what is that, some old... They're like, da, 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 da. And then that like must be them damn job. buzzard oh, hawks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they pour it all over his TV. <laughs> 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 they're drinking the beer. You just made me the, my beer. I, I spewed it out laughing. They're drinking the beer, and the, <laughs> the cop is like, you guys aren't drunk. You're just stupid. <laughs> My probably one of my favorite episodes of Is and Butthead when they're drinking the not. That, we talked about that on the deleted one, remember? Yeah, yeah. Was you like, guys aren't drunk. You're just stupid. I was doing the commercial. This contains absolutely no alcohol. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> no alcohol. And then the I love the Butto Ween episode. Mm-hmm. The dude's like, "Oh yeah, I got plenty of candy out here." He's like, mm, "Cool." <laughs> I go out to the barn. <laughs> oh, he's like, you got. I need candy for my bunghole. And he's like, oh, well, there's plenty of candy out here. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, let's take her home. Go. <clears throat> you can go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash heels and quads, and that's where you can find our merch. Do I really got to tell you how many shirts we have? We have four shirts. Buy them all. One, two, three. Help oh. support the show. One, two, three, four. That's prowrestlingtees.com forward slash heels and quads. <sighs> And you can go to collarandelbowbrand.com and use coupon code HEELS AND QUADS in all caps at checkout and save 10% on your order. That's collarandelbowbrand.com. They have tons of sweet merch. The following announcement has been paid for by the HEELS AND QUADS Wrestling Podcast. And you can also <laughs> go to Zubas. That's Z-U-B-A-T.com. <clears throat> Use coupon code Hills and Quads in all caps because we are professional businessmen. Save 15% on your order at the checkout. That's Zubas. At the checkout. <laughs> that's <clears throat> that's Zubas.com. Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout. Saves 15%. Also, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, yet again, we are trying, trying to go to all in slash Starcast. So I set up a Patreon page. That's patreon.com forward slash heels and quads. Donate a dollar. There's prizes and other things that you can get. Like a dollar, you get a thank you on Twitter. Five dollars, you get a thank you on Twitter and mentioned on an episode of the podcast. So on and so forth, all the way down to a thousand dollars. If you give me a thousand dollars or the podcast a thousand dollars, not only will you get everything listed on the Patreon page. I'll give you a hug, and I'm not a hugger. Oh yeah, Bailey is though. I'll buy you a I'll buy you a case of beer, and we'll split it. <laughs> what a hell of a deal! <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'll send you eleven beers, and I'll keep thirteen. How about that? Give them thirteen. You keep eleven. Yeah. 
let's just go back to splitting it 50-50. All right. Uh, 11 Anyways. is kind of that point where I'm like, yeah, I could use one more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get the hell off my lawn, you sons of bitches. <laughs> All right. All right. On that note, tomorrow, the debut of the Feuds series. And as voted on by you, the Heels and Quads fans, it will be The Undertaker. Rest in peace. And McFoley. He's pulling his hair out. Stabbing his knees. His I gotta hands. watch the boiler room brawl tonight. That's his little thing. Man, I love Mick. He did that, and, and, and uh, Triple H goes, shoo, 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 shoo. Yeah. Yeah. That's All right. That's uh, All right. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. So tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Mm. Bye.
support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.